my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Welcome to the Black Girls Heal podcast, where we talk about healing our intimacy disorders, unresolved trauma, and building a healthy relationship with first ourselves and then others. Every episode, we will talk about advice you can apply today to break unhealthy patterns and grow in your self-worth. I'm Sheena Lachey, love addiction coach and trauma specialist. Let's begin. Hello, hello, and welcome to the latest episode of Black Girls Heal. So today's episode is going to be another mini drop-in episode. I'm not pulling from Q&As, but I am pulling from conversations I've had with people this week. And I'm going to share a few nuggets that I hope hit the people who need it and support you if you are feeling really torn about anything. It is allergy season in Houston and this pollen and ragweed is kicking my butt. So I may be a little bit more stuffed up than normal. So bear with me. So here are the topics we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about situationships, being honest about what you want in relationships. And I think I'm going to switch to third topic. So I'm not going to say what that one is, but it is going to be about being healthy in relationships. If I end up talking about it, we'll see. Sometimes I cut out what I think I'm going to say. So let's let's jump on in. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Before we get started, let's take a small break to say thank you to this week's sponsors. So first is situationships. I recently had an interaction with someone who introduced themselves as the partner of someone that I know. And this happens to be a heterosexual relationship. So they introduced themselves as that part, as that person's partner. Meanwhile, I know because I've talked with the person, the person is a man, I know that this person does not consider her his girlfriend. They've been hanging out for a long period of time. She has met his family. Obviously, they're sleeping together. And she felt very comfortable to introduce herself as his girlfriend. And, you know, she's a stranger to me. So I didn't say anything. And I only got confirmation later on that they hadn't made it official in between when I first heard that she existed to me meeting her. And it it brought up something that I've shared here many times, but I think everybody thinks that they're immune when they're in it. And it's really, really hard to hear because you think the feedback I'm about to share is for somebody else, but not you. You think your situation is different You think about the connection you have. You think about the intimacy you have. You think about the conversations, the trust, the secrets this person has told you. You think about the shared trauma or the trauma that you hold space for for this person. And you think, surely this doesn't apply to me. 
you think about the conversations that y'all have had about them wanting to build and being able to potentially see you be a part of it. But when I tell you that unless a person, and in this situation it was a heterosexual relationship, so for the, for the sake of this conversation, I'm going to say a man. Unless a man claimed you as his girlfriend in private and in public, and you are introduced as his girlfriend, you are single. You are single. And I hate to say it that way, and, I, and I'm sure that may feel very heartbreaking or infuriating, or you may want to turn it off, or you may again be listening with that dissonance and saying, well, that's not me, or, or even you may be even be a little bit neutral and balanced and be like, oh, I see how and why she would say that. And, you know, just like she always says, everything ain't for everybody and take what you need and leave the rest. And yes, absolutely. Take what you need and leave the rest. And I have watched over and over and over again with the women that I serve, with the women I'm in intimate relationships with, and even with what I just told you, women who will confuse being intimately connected to a very nice partner, someone who has all the signs of being a good person, a good guy, and they might even be a really great person, a really great guy, and they will use you as a placeholder, not because you're lacking, not because you're not pretty enough, not because you're not giving enough, not because you're not smart enough, not because you're not a good mom or a good person, but they know that you're not it for them. When I watch men in general about the things that they love and the things that they want to preserve, they are so protective of it. They are ter ter territorial of it. And they want to make sure that what is theirs stays theirs. And if someone else tries to have access to it, they will fight. And they will do everything that they can to make sure that they're laying claim to it. And, you know, conversation about what that means and if that's, you know, archaic or whatever, that's, that's a conversation for a different day. Because the context that I'm talking about this in is that when, uh, when you are loved, they're going to make it known that you are loved. And sometimes what happens is they don't feel, I'm talking about, yeah, I'm just going to, I'm stop giving disclaimers. I'm just going to say what I want to say. And I'm going to hope that y'all can kind of take what you need through this. They may feel that they do not have to actually claim you because they know that you're already theirs. They know that with the words you've given, the time they've given, the gifts here and there, you know, the trips here and there, the fact that you're invited to family gatherings, the fact that you have one of the close friends' phone numbers in the phone, you think that that is enough so that you will stay around. And they don't ever have to do the work and make the commitment verbally, emotionally, mentally, physically to you because you think all these other things is enough. And meanwhile, you are wasting your time, your energy, your youth, and your youth is whether or not you're 25 or 55 right now. But you think that because y'all have a situationship going on, and here's the thing, and this kind of leads into the second thing. 
years ago when I first started Black Girls Heal, or when I revamped it, because I did Love Junkie at first, and then I did Black Girls Heal. And Black Girls Heal originally was just going to be a trauma-focused podcast. And then I said, no, I want to focus on love addiction and intimacy. So somewhere in the earlier episodes, there's some podcast that talks about being clear about what you want. And I can't remember how I taught it. So that hopefully what I'm about to say aligns or if my thoughts and beliefs about this has moved, hopefully it still runs parallel. But I talk in that episode about how it's so important for you to be honest with yourself about what type of relationship that you want. There are many of us who will get into relationships, get into situationships, get into casual connections because we have told ourselves that we're not really looking for anything serious. We've told ourselves, you know, I'm really busy in my life right now, but if something serious comes along, then I'll then I'll take it on. We'll tell ourselves that, you know, we're going through a period of healing, so we can't really focus on anything serious. We'll tell ourselves that, you know, I'm still trying to figure out what I want and date. And so I'm going to take this as a time of exploration and just have fun. Not being honest with the fact that all of these quote unquote casual connections, every time you get emotionally connected to someone, every time you share your heart with them, every time someone unexpected slips through, only for them to disappear, go ghost, break up with you, start dating someone else when you're ready to settle down because y'all been hanging out for months, come to find out that what they said at the beginning, that they weren't really interested in anything serious, even though they were doing more serious things with you, they meant what they said. All of those heartbreaks are so devastating and demoralizing and discouraging all the D words. You know, it's just so hurtful. And I think part of what's really important for us to realize, you know, again, like I've said before, we're not in charge of the bad behavior of other people, but we do need to be able to look at our part. And in this context, I think our part is being honest with ourselves that we want something serious. And even even if you are at a place where you are going through a period of healing, you know, you've just gone through a divorce, you you're trying to figure out what you want, you're in a busy season of your life, can you be honest with yourself to say, if this ends in heartbreak, will I be okay? And sometimes, depending on the season, you will be. Sometimes, you know, this isn't me being reductive and saying, you know, every single woman cannot have a place where she has an emotional barrier or a boundary and limit to where a romantic relationship is not her whole focus. Absolutely not. Of course we can. Of course we all do. We've all had those periods and seasons. But what I find more often than not is women are not honest with themselves about where they currently are because they're trying to avoid feeling being disappointed. They think that if they go in being kind of a little bit more emotionally flexible and loose in their expectations... It won't hurt when it doesn't fall through, but here's the thing. What that invites is more connections with people who are loose as well, because, just because, (laughs) you know? And it's not even that you necessarily attract that type of energy, you know, if you're a listener, you know I'm trying to re- reframe how I've talked about this before and stepping away from, you know, you attract these types of people and things. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's that... 
depending on the type of energy level that we are on, we are more comfortable with energy that is familiar to us. So if I'm at a place where I'm kind of skittish around commitment and moving forward and what if I put all my eggs in this basket or what if I start to trust you and get connected to you and then the same thing happens before so I'm going to, you know, kind of be on the outskirts of this until I know that it's true. I'm going to possibly be more comfortable with someone who else has that kind of I can take it or leave it energy. And again, that's not you causing it. That's us being able to recognize if that's not the type of energy that I want, then that means my standards around the people who get access to me needs to change. That starts also with me being honest with, no, I want something serious. I want something, I'm not, that doesn't mean that when I go on a date, I'm going to assume that you are my husband and we're getting engaged the next two weeks. I'm still going to have the wisdom to be able to vet people and get to know who they are. But my standards to who gets access to my time, my energy, and my body is only men, women, and persons who want long-term monogamous commitment if that is what I'm looking for. And I think when you've gone through so many years of disappointment and maybe even seasons and chapters where you're like, you know what, I am tired of being single and I am going to declare that this is my year and all that stuff only for it to not work out. It is protective for you to not to not put your hopes up in that way, to use that type of language. And I get it. I've been there. And what I don't want y'all, for those of you who've had that type of heartbreak, is for you to spend another four, six, eight. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. As our country continues to grow and make new meaning of the intersection between current and historical events, it is so important to stay connected to the voices and the leaders who are influencing what progress, connection, equality, and truth mean to us as Black people. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection from some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get your podcasts. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When healing from an intimacy disorder, one of the first things you have to do right after getting clear on your patterns of addictive behaviors, avoiding behaviors, and living in deprivation is clearing out the roots that caused it, clearing out the experiences, the traumas, the narratives that have kept you stuck all of these years. In my signature coaching program, The Recovery School, you have the opportunity to reveal the sources of low self-worth, to learn about how old roles in your family have resulted in codependency, shutting down, and not letting others in. And also to learn how to talk to and connect to your inner child in a way that is soothing and healing. This is the next step to reframing the old stories that have plagued you for years to evolve to being a healed and loved woman and having access to the love and the relationships and self-worth that you've always wanted. Learn more and get started by going to therecoveryschool.com. Again, that is therecoveryschool.com. Nine months of your life, two years of your life, five years of your life with someone who may potentially be using you as a placeholder. Ladies, I am so excited to share that for this podcast episode, I've partnered with eHarmony, the dating app that helps people find real genuine connection. And for me, this app has absolutely held true to their promise, connecting me to a truly incredible relationship and partnership with someone who truly gets me. Dating apps can be so hard when it comes to filtering through persons who you may not have anything in common with or who may not be super serious about the process and committed. With eHarmony's one-of-a-kind compatibility quiz, you get a baseline standard in every match of your compatibility around values, communication styles, likes and dislikes, energy levels, and so much more. My experience with eHarmony has always been superb with not only the quality of men I was matched with, but also with our compatibility when dating, eliminating the stress of feeling as if I was wasting my time. So join the dating app that helps users find their most authentic relationships. eHarmony, get who gets you and start free today. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Let's take a quick break to say thanks to this week's sponsors. I hear so much from so many women. It's so, it's so common for many of us with our traumas that we have never felt protected. Even if someone has physically been there, we have never felt emotionally protected and cherished and valued. And I want more than anything for you to feel that and to have that embodiment and for you to know that you know that you know that you know that someone is there for you in all ways. And it is very rare that that happens with someone who says, well, let's just see how it goes. Or I'm going through some things right now. Or you know that I love you. You know how I feel about you. Well, do you? If if you do, am I your girlfriend? Is there commitment here? And if there is commitment, what does this commitment look like? For how long am I going to be your girlfriend? 
this is where I know it kind of gets into dicey territory because I know some people don't believe in the in marriage that it doesn't mean anything. Some people believe in longer courtships when it comes to girlfriend, boyfriend or girlfriend, girlfriend relationships and others. So with that, please, please use your own value system when it comes to this. But I'm going to speak to the people who who do not for them, marriage is the level of commitment that they want. That yeah, we can be girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend, person, person, partner, partner for a while. But at some point, there needs to be a ring for you. There needs to be a legal commitment. I, I need and I want to have the legal protection that if something happened to you, that you, that me and the kids, if we choose to have them, is covered. I need to have access to medical records. I need to have access to know that we are actually building together with all of the protections and everything in place and that you're, you have all your chips in. Again, not everybody wants that, but I'm speaking right now to those that do. So for you, how long do you want to be? Or are you willing to be someone's girlfriend if that is something that you're open to being? And it's okay for you to be honest about that. I think this is where it kind of chips into whether it's a trauma of previous relationships, romantic relationships, and you know, trying to like hedge your bets and be okay with whatever outcome, you know, so I'm not going to really expect this much. This is what I want, but I'm going to be okay if I don't get it. And kind of having that kind of mentality that kind of preps you for disappointment. Like what if it was okay if you don't get it? What if it's not okay if you don't get it? What if for you, because you know what you want, you know what you're worth and you know what, at least a better way to say that, what you want in this lifetime, you have a clear understanding of what you want for your relationships in this lifetime? What if it's not okay with you if you're someone's girlfriend for four or five years before you even get to talk about being someone's fiance? What if it's not okay with you that y'all have a few kids together and y'all been together for a decade and you're still not married? What if that's, What if it's okay for you to flip the rules? What if that's okay? And I'm saying this I'm saying this because I feel like so many of us don't give ourselves permission to be honest about what it is that we want, whether or not it's saying I'm tired, I love my career, I love my friends, I love my family, and it's not acceptable for me to just, you know, be casual with people anymore. I want to take the risk to put myself out there to be serious. It's not okay just for me to be someone's domestic partner. It's not okay for me to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't serve me anymore. Like whatever it is, you get to change the rules. You get to change the script. You get to be honest with what you want. And if there's a part of you that's afraid to to admit what you want, then that's the trauma that we deal with. We don't need to go to our partner and say, hey, this is kind of what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? Because he, she, or them, if they're not on the same wavelength and if they're unhealthy or, again, maybe they are healthy, but they just want something different and we're not standing in our own personal clarity, we are going to be so easily swayed to to go with whatever they say. Because our emotional bond and our emotional foundation is what still based what someone else thinks. And their permission and their filtering versus getting clear with your gut, getting clear with your own intuition, with your own inner voice that tells you what you want and what you need. 
And then once you're clear on that, once you're set and firm in those standards, and that doesn't mean that it's self-protective and that it's abrasive and that it's aggressive, it's just clear, it's, it's firm, it's solid. Once I'm solid in what I need and what I want and that it's okay to need what I want and to have those desires and for those desires and not only for me to have them as dreams, but for them to be reality. I remember one person I was talking to and I could tell they had gone through so much trauma and they were talking about their dreams and they said, Sheena, not everybody, all of your dreams don't come true. They were trying to convince me that something that I wanted was unreasonable and that I just had to accept the fate that not all of your dreams come true in the way that they had. And I'm like, yo, if if what you're telling me, if what I see and how you exhibit how you show up in life and how you show up in your everyday world with the sadness and the low self-esteem and, you know, just accepting that you have to settle. If that's what you're trying to sell me on, I don't want that. And that may be where you needed to get at this point, but that's not where I am going to be. And that doesn't fit for me. So whatever dreams that you may have given up on, even if you've let whatever your standard is or whatever your reality is be be your normal for five months, for five years, for even five decades, girl, you get to decide what you want. You get to choose you at any point. You get to change your mind. You are in control of you. So I hope that helps. The other thing that I was probably going to talk about, I feel like it kind of clashes and I should probably get going to a doctor's appointment right now. <laughs> I'm running a little bit late, but again, I hope this hits hits those who need it. On the healthier side too, for those of you who are, let's say you did start something that was casual with someone and they slipped through, or you've just been doing your work and... Everything has been upgrading your friendships, your personal life, your romantic life, your life with your family members and everything. I say this often, and I think I say it often because we need to hear it, and maybe in different ways and at different times. But another way that I would encourage you to be honest about what you want is to let in the love, the kindness, the abundance, and the attention that you've been praying for your whole life. When you start to get loved the way that you've always wanted to be loved, it's jarring. It's scary. It can also feel very threatening. I know some things that have come up for me are are trauma things like this is going to go away or there's only so much like this person can't really love me and have love for all these other people because that's basically a sign y'all, a securely attached people. They have a lot of really amazing relationships. And so something that I would have to work on is that lack mentality showing up as jealousy. You know, will they get tired of me? Will there be enough space and energy and all these other places? But I'm only saying that not because that was necessarily the focus, but more the fear that emotional neglect, emotional abuse, and all this other stuff will give you is that There's always a threat. And so you will start to push away what's good, even when it's right there freely in front of you, because you're trying to protect yourself. 
So whether or not it's criticizing your partner, your friends, your family member, and looking for a way that they need to improve so that you can finally rest. You know, they start to get annoying to you. They are helping you with things, but they're not helping you in the way that you want them to help you. They're giving you compliments, but they're not complimenting you in the exact same way that you want it to be done or in the exact tone. Like you'll find ways to try to distract and dismiss what you've always had as as a protective technique. And so going back to being honest with what you want and what you need, being honest with yourself that you want to be loved, being honest with yourself that this is going to be new and different for you, being honest with yourself that maybe what you think this is supposed to be, that you're going to have to learn, learn how to be treated differently Learn how to rest, learn how to receive, learn how to be in ease, and learn how to let things be easy. You know, we go over a lot of red flags here. We go over a lot of signs of someone being unavailable and not the one for you. And so sometimes when we think, when we find people who are the one and they don't have those red flags, we try to create them. And I want to encourage y'all to let yourself be loved, to let them love you and to move forward and to believe that you're worthy of it. And to also believe that life does get to be this easy, that it doesn't matter if life has been so hard for you for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, for 50 years, for 60 years. Yes, that was your story. Yes, those are things that really happened to you. And at no point does that have to dictate your next chapter that maybe you get to have an easy, abundant life. Maybe this is how it's always supposed to have been. So, all right, I'm really late, y'all. I'm going to stop this episode now. I'm going to go and put on my shoes. I'm sending all of you so much love, and I look forward to seeing y'all in our next episode. Take care of yourselves. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.